Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. God, thank you that you use it to speak to us. And God, we thank you for this invitation that we hear today to come to you, to draw near, and as we do that, to find rest for our souls. And so God, I pray that you would help each of us to draw near this morning, and I ask that we would find rest. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And so this morning we are thinking about that invitation, that invitation to come to Jesus, all of us who are weary and burdened, and as we do that, to find rest. And you know, I imagine that for most of us this morning, this is not one of those parts of the Bible. This is not an invitation that we find it difficult to to place ourselves into. It's not an invitation we we struggle to find out what our place might be. There's one translation of this passage which has Jesus kind of asking this as a question. He says, are you tired? Are you worn out? And you know, I can just imagine people in the crowd hearing that and going, yes, that is me. I am tired. I'm at the end of myself. I am worn out. Out. And, and maybe, I wonder, just maybe, there are some people here this morning who are feeling much the same. You're feeling weary and burdened. You're feeling tired and you long to find rest. Well, we're going to be thinking about that, thinking about Jesus' invitation. And to help us a bit with that, I've asked Natalie to come and join me. Natalie, do you want to come up and I've got a a precarious pile of things over here that I'm going to try and bring over without dropping um, Okay. because that would really ruin the point that I'm trying to make if I did that particularly because I'm bringing them all the way over here thanks John so Natalie (laughs) yes sorry about that Uh, Natalie I've got this tray for you to hold so Natalie this tray is uh, your ability and your capacity to carry Uh, the weights of life, the burdens, uh, the things that we all carry, because we all carry things in life, don't we? I think it's just worth being kind of honest and realistic, but also saying that it's not bad that we carry things. Carrying responsibilities and passions and things that we need and want to do is part of being a a full, uh, completely realized uh, human being. But the problem comes when we try to carry too much and we try to carry those things in the wrong way. So, you know, life throws all sorts of burdens at us, doesn't it? You know, we have uh, friends uh, and family, we have uh, work and other responsibilities, uh, school, all the things that we need to do. Good things, good things that each of us has to carry. But, but you know, some of us are also carrying things that we shouldn't be carrying as well. You know, maybe you're carrying a sense of a need to achieve in order to feel valuable. Maybe you're feeling the need to to prove yourself 
through what you do to have someone love you like they never did as perhaps you deserved. Maybe you're carrying uh, worries for yourself and for your loved ones, things that, that you can't control but still have a grip on your heart. But, you know, many of us here as well, uh, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, you know, we're also with that carrying a whole other load of of burdens and weights. Again, some of them good. You know, you're carrying a a desire to to grow in your love of Jesus, to look more like him. We're we're carrying the burden to to love our our neighbors and to live a life that makes us look more and more like Jesus as we grow older and move on but but we also carry other things maybe there's a sense that that you have to do these things you have to perform and act well in order for God to love you we carry all of these things and we often carry them in a way that was never designed to to share this burden and when we do that over a long enough period of time when we when we walk through life Natalie walk through life for us Okay. Walk through life for a bit. You know, Natalie's doing pretty well. Natalie's, you know, pretty incredible. She's pretty capable. But give her enough time, and her arms will get tired. She'll get weary. She'll feel this burden. Given enough time, don't worry, you don't have to put this on. But she might drop some of the things <laughs> that she That's is just carrying. So <laughs> when we carry too much, things that aren't ours, things that were never meant to be carried in the way that we're carrying them, inevitably we become burdened and weary. Are you feeling burdened and weary, Natalie? My arms feel like they want to sink a little bit, yes. Okay. And well, I'm I... worried that one of the small ones is going to drop out. You're going to... There like we go. It's as if go. it was planned. Look Same at it. While, while we give you an applause of thanks, why don't I help you with this? <laughs> right. Do this over here. Thank you, Natalie. Do go and sit again. Well, now I'm, now I'm feeling burdened. You know, we all carry all sorts of things, don't we? As I said, it's not necessarily bad. A lot of the things we carry, we want to carry, we should be carrying. But when we try to carry them in our own way, in our own strength, and when we carry things that we were never meant to carry in the first place, we find ourselves weary and burdened. I wonder if you're weary and burdened this morning, knowing myself and knowing some of you as I do, I know that describes some of us. I know often that describes me, holding on to things I shouldn't hold on to and unable to bear the weight. And so what are we to do? Well, in the passage uh, from Exodus, Exodus 33, we see that Moses understands something of our problem. He was weary and burdened from following the call that God had placed on his life to lead the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt and into the promised land. It was a good thing he was doing, but there's this sense we get in verse 12 that he's doing it in the wrong way and he's carrying all these other burdens. Now He's carrying this fear, we see, don't we, that he's going to have to do it by himself that God won't send someone to help him, that he's going to be walking on his own. He'll have no one to give him strength along the way. And we also get this sense of a a nagging question that's bothering him as well, this doubting sense when he, he wonders, does God look on him kindly? Put another way, does God even love him? 
Is he just doing this for a God who doesn't care or will God be close to him? But Moses in verse 13, he does just the right thing. You know, because he doesn't listen to these fears. He doesn't let those doubts and questions take the biggest place in his head or heart, but he challenges them. And he goes to God, who he knows is pleased with him, and he trusts him. Despite the voice that says, maybe God doesn't love you, he goes. And leaning on God's love for him, he asks God. He says, if you're pleased with me, help me. Help me to know you. And help me as I follow you, walking through life. And God responds in verse 14. He says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Presence and rest. Presence and rest. It's just like Jesus' invitation. Come to me. That's presence. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Let's think about rest really quickly because the rest that God gives us is deep and it's full it covers every part of our life it's a promise for the future but it's also a promise for right now so think about Moses for Moses this promise of rest was a promise for the for the promised land God was saying I will take you and your people to the place that I have for you And there you will find rest. But it was also a promise to Moses that he would have rest along the way. That he wouldn't have to carry that burden all by himself. He wouldn't need to be crushed down by it. But that God would go with him and help him. You know, it's similar for us as well. Jesus promises us rest in the future. You know, one of the core pictures of our eternal hope in the Bible is that of rest. Perfect, good rest Uh, but but Jesus also offers us rest now he promises to go with us on the way come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest and here what Jesus says in verse 29 of Matthew 11 is important because did you notice how what he says is take my yoke upon you He doesn't say, I'll remove your yoke. He doesn't say, uh, I'll make sure that you don't have any burdens to carry. No, he says, take my yoke. You know, next week we'll be thinking a little bit more about Jesus' yoke and how Jesus' yoke is his teaching. You know, it's his approach for life and faith. And he says, have my model of the good life, not the one of the world or the religious leaders of his time." That's what the yoke is. But for now, that's next week. Come back and hear more about that. This week, I want to think about what Jesus' yoke does. Because a yoke is something that you use to carry a a heavy weight. Here's a picture uh, of a yoke being used by someone. It's going to appear on the screen. There you go. That is a yoke, which someone is using to carry uh, far more than they would have been able to carry otherwise. It's not bad. can be really good if you need to carry three massive baskets uh, wherever this person is taking them. They help you to, to carry the load that is yours to bear in a good way. And so what Jesus does in, in this invitation is that he, he sees the things that we're carrying 
And he says, some of those are for you. And I want to help you carry them. Relationships, families, work, school, discipleship, following our calling, living up to our responsibilities and expectations. These are all things that are ours to do. He's recognizing them, but he doesn't leave us on our own to deal with them. No, he gives us a better way of carrying them. And he shows us the things that we should put down. So Natalie, would you jump up one more time? Natalie, I've got a better yoke for you. It's still a tray. Excellent. Um, It's not exactly a yoke, but it's a better yoke. Thank you. And Natalie, you've still got things to carry. But not all of those things were yours. Some of those things that you were carrying, you never needed to carry in the first place. So, you know, I'm just going to give you the things that are yours. Thank you. They're a bit neat to stack this time. I've done a bit of a better job, haven't I? Yeah. (laughs) These are the things that you are made to carry. We all have things to carry and Jesus wants to give us those and take away the things that aren't ours and help us along the way. We've still got a journey to go on. Natalie, go on a journey. Thank you very much. Jesus wants to enable us and empower us and release us to carry just the right things in just the right way. Excellent journeying, Natalie. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. And so if this is true, if this sort of life can be ours, if you really can put things down and there is a better way of carrying them, the question is how? How do we take on Jesus' yoke? Well, as I said, you're going to have to come back next week for a big part of that answer as we think a bit more about the way of life that Jesus gives us. But, but for an essential first step this week, let's go back to Jesus' invitation in Matthew 11. And let's go back to God's promise in Exodus 33. Because there we see a clear link between the rest that our souls need and the person and presence of God. You see, rest isn't just something that God gives us. It's something that we can only find in him, with him, through him. The invitation is as we come to Jesus and as his presence goes with us, God's guarantee is that it's in that place that we will find the rest that our souls need. It's in the presence of Jesus as we live with him and look at him and live like him that he shows us the things that are ours to carry. He, he tells us the things that we can put down, need to earn, they need to strive, need to impress him. And he shows us how we can walk through life restfully and faithfully. And so this morning, if you are weary and burdened, if you have a sense that you're carrying the wrong things and you're carrying them in the wrong way, if you need a better yoke, then Jesus' invitation is to come. To come as you are. Come to him and receive as a gift, as a blessing as kindness from him to receive rest, to receive a new way to live. And so that's our first 
step. And so this morning, I, I want to give us an opportunity to, in whatever way we can, take that first step to hear and respond to Jesus' invitation to come to him. So would you stand with me if you're able? If the band would like to come up and join me again. I'd just love to pray. And you know, this is not the end of the story, but, but perhaps the first step in it that we, we set our minds and our intentions and our will on Jesus. And that we say to our own souls that we're going to go to him and find rest in his presence and trust in his promise. So if you would like to do that, if you would like to set your heart and mind on Jesus, I'm going to pray and invite you to pray with me. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, many of us are weary and we feel overwhelmed by the burdens that we're carrying. And God, I just want to, I want to pray now that by your spirit at work within us, you perhaps even just begin to, to prompt us to bring into our minds those things that we're carrying that, that we don't need to. the worry for the future that's robbing today of its peace. That lying voice in our head that tells us that we need to be better if you're going to love us. That uncertainty that that you hold our, our loved ones in your hands and you love them more than we do. God, whatever it is, whatever those burdens are that we're carrying that aren't ours, God, as we come to you now, would you help us to put them down? God, would you help us to pick up the things that are ours? And God, would you give us, even now, even as we take these first steps, the rest that you promise us? So Lord Jesus, we come to you and we pray that you would be present with us. So we pray, come Holy Spirit. And let's just pause for a moment and allow God to speak to our hearts. doesn't seem enough really does it to that we might stand and pray and God might change something but you know the promise is that as we come to him if you're weary and burdened he says we will find rest Lord Jesus we come to you as we continue to wait there's no need to rush on we've got some time now to sing and to worship
But if you're just aware that God is meeting with you, that he's helping you to put things down and pick them up and, and helping you find a more restful way, just stay where you are. Continue to turn your head and your heart towards him. And as we're ready, we're going to worship together.